What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another video on the One Nil channel. I'm Costa and get ready, grab your popcorn, tell your mum, tell your dog, tell your auntie, tell your cat that I'm going to be sitting here and talking about this transfer window that just passed and grading each Premier League's transfer window. Sit tight. First off, we'll kick it off with Aston Villa and the grade I've given Aston Villa, you know, they've kept Jack Grealish, who was obviously on Manchester United's list. They've signed Ollie Watkins, who we just saw last week and could be an absolute steal from Brentford. Um, they've obviously signed Matty Cash for a good amount of cash. They've kept the likes of McGinn, so players who were getting start, wanted to get picked up. Um, I've given them a B. I think I think because they have kept Grealish and they have signed Watkins, I've given them a B. I think they should, it's not bad, um, and hopefully they could do all right. So before I get on to more, make sure you like, subscribe. Share, share this video with your friends, do all that stuff, go check out my latest one, and then, yeah, tune in. Leave a comment, because at the end, I'm going to announce a little giveaway for something new that we've got coming soon. So, so stay tight for that. Up next, I've got Arsenal, and I've given, I've given Arsenal a B, because I think, to be honest, I was close to giving them an A, but I think They've obviously kept Aubameyang, got him the new contract, which I think was probably at the top of their list, and I think was probably the most important thing for them. Um, they've obviously signed Gabriel, who looks to be so far as a solid little centre-back. Obviously, he's quite still young-ish, so he's got time to develop. They've signed Saliba, who rumours are could go out on loan. So already that's two centre-backs, which especially in this day and age, it is tough to find good, solid centre-backs straight away. So I think that the fact that they have got Gabriel, who looks like he's just slotted straight into the team. Um, I think Tierney is almost like a new signing because we didn't really get to see him as much at the start of last season. But I didn't give them an A because I think they've still got a lot of dead wood just lying around the club. I mean, you look at Mustafi, you look at Socrates, you look at Kolasinac even too. They did loan out Torreira and... Guendouzi, which I think is not bad. I think that Torreira deal will eventually be permanent because obviously they signed Party. No Thomas, no Party. And I think that's a top sign. Proof that they are backing in, I'd say, to the board that Arsenal fans can no longer, you know, Manchester United's the new Arsenal. They can no longer say that, you know, Cronky this, Cronky that, the board this, the board that. I think now we've got evidence that they are supporting Arteta now. They said they want a uh, Party. Would they have preferred him at the start of the season? Yes. But I think overall they did get him. So that's why I'll give them a B. I think as soon as they get rid of this dead wood that's lying around a little bit, then I think they could they could be on the rise. I'm a bit of a believer with Arsenal. Yeah, I don't like to admit it, but I am. Next up, we've got Burnley. Dice is furious, mate, because they've spent donuts. I've given them a big, fat D. I think Burnley might be in a bit of trouble this year. I think their gameplay can will be a little bit outdated. I th not outdated, but I don't think it's going to work as much this year. I think we've already seen that with, with the, as a fact of dropping a few results here and there, um, but overall they haven't they haven't improved their squad. And is their squad at a level where they can just leave it? I mean, you look at Liverpool mate signings, which we'll get onto later in the video. Um, so yeah, I gave them a big D for that. I don't mad sentence, but yeah, I don't. Burnley Burnley have got to worry me a bit. Next up, we've got Brighton. Rest in peace, Brighton. Watch, we miss you. Again, I gave them a C. They didn't do too much. Let me know what you would have given Brighton. So far, they've had a decent start to the season. But they signed Alana, which I think was a good signing for them because it kind of, it kind of fits fits the whole Brighton sort of image in a way. I think Lallana's a good player for them. Good to see that he's got to get some games. But besides from that, it was kind of just 
bog standard. I think Matt Ryan might maybe have been on the radar um, from a few clubs earlier on, but I do I do think that they need to do a bit more. So that's why I gave them a C. Next up, Southampton. Kyle Walker Peters was a good signing. They had him on loan near the end of last season. They made that permanent, which I think was really good for them. Besides from that, nothing really else. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm really talking about the main signings that the clubs have made. I'm, I'm sure there's, they've signed a couple of young kids in. They've done a bit of this. They've done a bit of that. But overall, I think for teams like this, but once again, we've got to, it's the COVID era too. So for a club like Southampton, for a club like Burnley, even though I just spoke about, it definitely would have been tougher for them to fork out a 20 mil, a 30 mil to sign a player. And especially nowadays, I think you'd want to make that player really worth it, especially with financial reasons now. But yeah, I think Southampton, I gave them a C. That's pretty much it, really. We'll move on. Now this one, a bit of controversy maybe because I'm trying not to take into effect current form because obviously it's only four games in, but I'm trying I'm trying to I'm just I'm running the transfer window and the future. That's why I've got West Ham and I've given them a D. Because I think before the season started, we obviously know the outcry when they just sold Dean Garner, one of their young prospects, for nothing, pretty much. Um, you know, Noble Noble came out and said that this is ridiculous. Their team captain coming out and saying that. So West Ham have got a lot of players. But you look at them now, they've got a couple of good results and West Ham don't look too bad. They made the Suchet signing permanent, which is good. I think he's a good player. Antonio is still their striker, obviously Hilaire, but he hasn't lived up to any of the expectation that he had when he came from the Bundesliga. But they do just scare me in the fact that Antonio, if he doesn't perform, he's got to come in. Hilaire, we, we know, can't really do it in the Prem. So, and I think... A few more centre-back issues, midfield issues. I think, yeah, I think more signings needed to be made for them, which I think everyone can accept. And I, and I gave them a D because they just let someone like Dean Garner go, who's already proving to do bits for West Brom. Next up, we've got the current reigning champions, the COVID FC. That's a bit rude. Screw it. Liverpool. Now, I've copped a bit of stick for having Liverpool third in my ladder prediction my ladder prediction let's not worry about that yeah that was just let's not worry about that i've given liverpool an a the one of the reasons why i said liverpool will probably come third in the in the in that video and my predictions was because i do think they need back i need they need depth i think they need for someone you know we saw mane obviously had to miss a game who was going to come in then shakiri origi and I personally, I think I'm not the only one, don't think they're really up to scratch. However, they went and signed Thiago, arguably one of the best midfielders in the world right now, and Diego Yota, which kind of came out of nowhere. And I think the Diego Yota one is incredible because he's been one of Wolves' best players. He's a top player. It's a, it is a big jump for him, maybe like a, a team like Liverpool. But I think people expect him to eat to soon be moving into that. I mean, you know, we obviously hear Mbappe next year, whatever. Salah, could he leave? I wouldn't be surprised if Yota in the next two, three years is the starting winger at Liverpool rather than bringing in a superstar. Um, obviously, Thiago was a huge signing, filling in, filling in for those roles. I think the A, I think an A is a fair. Uh, let me know what you would give Liverpool because. They are, 
they, they did bits to be honest. They're not gonna they're not gonna get much worse, Liverpool. <laughs> they're not gonna get much worse and they're probably gonna win the league again. Which I don't like. Moving on to a brighter note, because we don't like Liverpool, mate. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool. See, I can't get them in my head. Crystal Palace. I've given Crystal Palace a B. Now, this one kind of got me, got my knickers in a twist a little bit. I gave them a B because they signed Eze, who looks like a good young player. Definitely one for the future. But I've also taken into consideration who they kept. And I think we all know who I'm going to talk about. And that's Wilfred Zaha. I mean... The fact that Wilfred Zaha is still playing at a team like Palace, no disrespect, I think that's quite astonishing, to be honest. The beard's giving me a new vocabulary, the moustache, sorry. Um, yeah, they've, they've kept Eze, or signed Eze, they've kept Zaha. I mean, Zaha was obviously rumoured to be a Sancho replacement, if Sancho ever left, which we know did it. Um, but I think that's huge, and that's why I've given them a B, because I think because keeping, I think if Zaha leaves... I see them fighting for relegation. Whereas now I think they're a solid mid-table team. Next up, we've got the new kids on the block. And that's Leeds United. How good are Leeds? Unbelievable. Can't wait to get back into the podcast, hopefully. Because I know Leeds a bit of a fan favourite. We can start the Leeds lookout a little bit proper. I've given Leeds a B. Um, and it, it, this one was a little bit tough because... it's They signed Rodrigo, but he hasn't really shown a lot yet. But we're purely just taking it on just signings, pretty much. They signed Rafinha also on deadline day, I'm pretty sure. And I think Rafinha, I haven't watched a lot of him, but from what I know from the, my YouTube scouts, he he kind of fits in that in that role pretty much perfectly. The right wing role, which is now currently occupied by Helder Costa. I think Rodrigo is a good backup, if not eventually replace Bamford, but Bamford's been in form. I've given them a B. They signed Koch, Koch, Koch. I don't want to say his name. Yeah, screw it, Koch. Good centre-back. I think they needed... I think people knew that coming up, they needed a centre-back. They haven't really signed like crazy names, but I think they've done well. I think they've signed enough and done enough to... I think. I mean, they obviously got to just stay up, but to prove themselves to even be a top 10 contender. Let me know where Leeds, Leeds will finish this season. I'm, I'm interested. Next up, Fulham. We'll go through these, these little teams a little bit quicker before we get to the big dogs. For them, I gave them a C. I wouldn't have given them a D, but they did. They did do a little bit of magic near the end. You know, Loftus Cheek, I think, is a good signing for them. Obviously, experienced as of such. He's played for Chelsea quite like quite a bit. He's been around. He's been in the in the mixer for for quite a long time. Um, they did sign Kenny Tete, who FIFA plays. Knows not bad, not bad right back. Um, but the centre back issue is huge. Centre back issue is massive, and we saw. Tony Khan, AEW boss, now he's also the Fulham manager or president. And he said, we were looking for centre-backs. We couldn't get this one in, couldn't get that one in. Rumours where they did want to Tebow, French centre-back from Barca, couldn't get that. I think Fulham are in deep, deep trouble. So, yeah. Next up, Wolverhampton Wanderers. We go from one team signing a decent right-back, an average right-back, to one team filling in the right-back role. Unbloody believably. They, they lost Doherty, which was a bit surprising. I definitely was surprised because I, he's been at the club for ages. He was there when they got promoted. He was there before they had these new owners. Um, and they kind of just let him let him go. But, mate, they've always got something up their sleeves. The Portuguese link, Nelson Sumerdo, brilliant signing a right back. 
The fact that you got could have Semedo right right back, right wing back, Adama Traore in front of him. I tell you what, mucho gracias, man. Um, they've invested in the youth a bit well too, a bit well too. I've given them a B. I think Fabio Silva will be a good player in the future. They didn't lose a Jimenez, which obviously was big rumours. He could have been gone to Juventus or to United. And I think the Semedo one really works. I think. Could they have strengthened more to fit, to establish themselves as more of a top four contender? Yes. But I think they have done enough to keep themselves in the mix. Um, next up, Leicester City. I gave them a C. Only really because they signed Castagne. They signed Under the Turkish youngster from Roma. But I don't think it's enough for them to say, you know what, we're going to challenge for the top four and people be confident that they will. I think people know they've got a challenge for the six. But I think a couple of good more signings. I look. I look at the. I look at the the attacking a little bit. Obviously, Harvey Barnes not bad. Perez. I just look at the depth a little bit. I'm very much a depth kind of kind of guy. I love a bit of depth. And yeah, I think when Perez isn't performing, who do you bring on? Perez isn't going to score you goals and goals. How long can Jamie Vardy keep on scoring goals and goals for? They got Ian Nacho on the bench, but are they confident in him? Bagging goals in if you know Touchwood Jamie Vardy gets injured for the rest of the season or for ten or so games, I'm not sure. I yeah, I gave them a C. I don't think they have a bad window, but I don't think they've had a great window. C, just an average, average C. Yeah, now now Manchester United. I mean, I'm going to keep calm. That's what last video was for. I'm going to keep calm. Manchester United. If I could give them a Z, I would, but. We've got to be positive. I gave Manchester United a D because, I mean, obviously, where do I start? We didn't back all there. We didn't all of his main signings. He's, you know, supposedly Sancho, Upamecano, or at least just a centre-back was on the top of his list. We got none of them. Sancho, it's a whole whole story. Go check out my last video if you want to hear my thoughts on all of that. Um, well, and look, the Cavani signing, I said, reminds me of a Falcao. I was speaking to Matty Boy this afternoon, and he said it reminds him of a Higuain for Chelsea, which I think he's nailed it on the head. I said a Falcao, similar plays. A Higuain, even probably more, a little bit similar. Doesn't quite have the pace. Rumours are he was going to retire. And we've just gone and paid big money in wages and agent fees for someone who was close to retiring. I mean, my man was doing ballet. In the in the off season, um, but like I was saying, we need us. They're our players now. We need to stick by them. I want Cavani to be the best striker in the world now. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate him because it wasn't you know he doesn't choose the money that that gets given to Ole, but I do want him to do well. I think it is evident though that for so long Manchester United fans were screaming for depth. We don't have any depth, and now that. Martial is out with perfect example. We're going to have Igalo start for three weeks. Whereas now we can have Cavani. However, Cavani probably can't start against Newcastle because he's quarantining, which is just Man United's luck this year. But I think as a depth signing, I don't think it's too bad. I mean, it's not great. I am trying to think positive. But yeah, Alex Tellers, though, I am gassed to see him play. Left back. Who everything he can do, Luke Shaw can't. My man just runs, 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 attacks, 
does all that. He can put in a cross, which we know one Bissaka can't. Luke Shaw, I don't mind him, but he can attack. But the problem is Luke Shaw can't come back. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a Homer Simpson. He gets to the top, says, don't, he can't run back. Um, Alex Tellers is the only one I'm keen for. We did sign Palestri, 18-year-old winger. We signed uh, Ahmad Diallo or Traore. I don't even know what his name is. Some people are calling him Traore. Some people are calling him Diallo. Mate, I don't know. Two 18-year-old right-wingers. Diallo's got to come in January. Palestri, rumours, is being added into our Champions League team. I think he's got to play a lot more than what people expect. I hope he's bloody good, but I do think he's got to play a lot more than what people think. Um, but yeah, I don't want to touch on United for too long. We didn't sign a centre back. We got rid of Smalling. Yeah, we loaned out Delo again, similar to us. We didn't really get rid of Deadwood. Deadwood, Jesse Lingard is still there. Romero, I feel sorry for him. He's still there. Um, but yeah, Man United, you're killing me, lad. You're killing me. Next up, we got the top of the table team, Everton, and I've given them an A. I think Everton have smashed it. If you can bring in, I mean, I know Ancelotti signed for them last year, but it's almost like last year was just his, just his teething time at the club. You know, he was in those little biscuits. He's used his connections with Alan and with James Rodriguez, and he said, come over to Everton. They've done that. They've brought in Dukure, who I think everyone knew was a really good midfielder, just at a poor team and could take the next step if he'd wanted to. They've done that. Midfield looks boss. Calvin Lewin is like a new signing. They've kept Richarlison, and I think a lot of people forget that last year, at the start of the season, and eventually, and after a couple of games, Barcelona wanted him. I mean, Richarlison was on fire, and I think that's I think that's credit to Everton also for keeping him because Richarlison is young too. Richarlison's like 21, 22. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. So I think Everton have built quite a strong side. They signed Godfrey from Norwich, who I really rate. I actually have watched quite a bit of him. I do rate him quite a lot. I said in previous videos that maybe a centre-back would be the thing. 20-year-old, 21-year-old again, centre-back, excellent signing from Norwich. They went, they obviously Jordan Pickford's been a little bit sus. They went inside Olsen, Swedish keeper from Roma. Perfect. Everything, every single role or little piece of the puzzle which they meant to trim a little bit, they've done. They have done exactly that. And if things can happen and they get a little bit of luck, Everton, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I don't know. But Kevin Lewin is scoring for fun. Next up, we've got West Brom. Got to make it easy. Giving them a C. Yeah, they signed Dean Garner. That's about it. Are they going to stay up? I don't think so. Next up, Sheffield. I've given them a C again. Just an average average transfer window. Right, Rian Brewster. Unbelievable signing. I think Liverpool fans very disappointed to see him go. Surprised Liverpool did just let him go like that, which could... Do they know something we don't know? Probably. But I think that's a brilliant sign for Sheffield. Um, Ramsdale, obviously, filling in the role for Henderson. And I think that's not bad for Sheffield. Next up, we've got Chelsea. Don't want to, but I did. Chelsea, I'm giving them an A. Obviously, they've signed the likes of Havertz, the likes of Werner, the likes of Ziyech, the likes of Chiuel, the likes of Thiago Silva, the likes of Mendy. They filled in that goalkeeper role because Kepa is as good as toes on a unicorn. Um, yeah, I think I think Chelsea have to be an A, but again, my big worry is they've signed big players and key players in positions where 
if they don't all work, which we can already kind of see with Werner, I know it is early on, not worry signs, but what happens then? You know, Tammy Abraham, the lucky. This is where Chelsea's good, though, because they've got good depth. But how long do these players do want to stay? Um, but, yeah, I'm trying not to take into current form into consideration. But, yeah, I think Chelsea, hey, they've done everything they want for Lampard. Does it give Lampard quite a bit more pressure? I think so. He's gone from having last season with probably donut pressure to this season where I think if he doesn't get a top four, most managers get sacked. With the window he's had and the team that he has, I think most managers would get sacked. But Chelsea having to sack Lampard is almost a bit of a, oh, shit, we screwed up. Moving on to Newcastle. I gave Newcastle the B. I think they've done all right. I think Jamal Lewis, a left-back from from New Norwich, is a good sign. Liverpool obviously wanted him, and I think Newcastle getting him, I think, was really good for them. They signed Fraser on loan, who's, again, decent player for Newcastle. They signed Callum Wilson for 20-odd mil, and again, I think it's a good signing. Hendrik from Burnley on free. He's already won them a game pretty much, scoring a good goal. I think Newcastle have done well. I think Newcastle have done quite well, especially in this COVID era where teams like Newcastle haven't really been like a Burnley, haven't really put themselves out. But I think Newcastle have done all right. I think Newcastle could be looking up. Big up's true Geordie, my man. Next up, Manchester City. I've given Manchester City a B. Only because who else can they buy? Who? Obviously, Sane left. They've still got Sterling. They've still got Bernardo Silva who can play on the wing. They've still got a bunch of other players who can just come in and fill the role. I'm glad that they didn't sign anyone to replace David Silva because now you know, I'm sure England fans are gassed. You've got the Phil Foden there who's been playing very well recently. Um, Defence was where they did need to improve, and they did that. They signed RK, they signed Ruben Diaz. I haven't seen Ruben Diaz play yet, obviously, but they've strengthened it. But I do wonder, was Koulibaly their first choice? And was the RK and was the Diaz, because it did happen late, is it just because they needed someone? Because obviously defensively, they're a bit weak. But now you've got Diaz, Laporte, and RK as the centre-back options. On paper, it's not bad. Next up, last and not least, or actually least because they pissed me off last week. We've got Tottenham, and I've given Tottenham an A. I have. Other, they've gone and signed Bale. I don't think Bale is going to be the player that they had before, the player at Real Madrid, but if he can be 70% of what he was at Real Madrid, I think that's huge. Putting him in that four line with Kane and Son, who we just saw were on fire. Harry Kane looks to be having one of his best seasons so far, very early on, but I think he can. They've signed regular and they pinched regular just straight out of Man United, which I'm kind of glad we didn't sign him because I actually prefer Tellers. But yeah, um, they've backed Mourinho in, which we don't see often. We don't see Spurs really spending money in the transfer window either, which was a big criticism when Pochettino was there. Um, I do, I think, I think they've done well. I think they've done, I think Holberg was a from Southampton was a bit of an underrated signing. I think he's a midfielder who does the simple stuff well and can really help them improve. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Tottenham did all right. So. Let me know which grades you would have given your club or any of the other clubs. Which ones did I get wrong? Which ones did you think Costa were you talking about? But before we go, got a little bit of a giveaway. We right here have got some stickers. I was really close to the mic. I don't know if that's working. But yeah, you can see it. We've got some stickers. You can put it on your phone. You can do whatever you want. Put it on your computer. So to enter, what you have to do is leave a comment of who you think won the transfer window. 
and who you think was the best signing. So who do you think won and who do you think was the signing of the summer? Was the summer? Of the winter, sorry. Um, and yeah, and then I'll, I'll check it out next week and then I'll announce the winner. I'm going to give three away. So three comments and your Gucci. Thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe, share with your mum, share with your dad, do all that stuff. I'm in Costa. This is 1-0. We're out, baby.